Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. It's Barrett Coldine. It's John Mango. Hello, I'm John Mango. And this is Cudder Woulda Shudder, episode four. Let's go. Excuse me, I need some help. Don't worry, madam. Help has arrived. Help, I think I've broken all of my fingers. We're here to help you get them back. I don't like what my wife's made for dinner. Stop moaning, at least you've got a dinner. My name is Cold Iron. Barrett Cold Iron. John Mango. Glad you're on. Coulda, woulda, shoulda. Hello, viewers. It's Cutter Wood Shudder again. We're back as usual. How are you doing, John? You had a good week? Yeah, I've had an all right week. Thanks. How are you doing? Oh, I'm all right. I'm all right. I'm I'm a bit better than last week. Um, although I'm better and worse because I did have to go to the hospital this week. Is this about your arm? Yeah, my arms. No. Um, it's got worse. It's got much worse, actually. As oh. you said last time, there's. There was a lot of infections they found in it. Um, yeah. Probably, did, probably didn't help really um, that I was going around, you know, Manchester with this arm because I picked up quite a bit of, you know, not very nice things. Yeah. Um, yeah. So they've basically had to put my arm in a sling, um, not because it's broken or anything like that. Um, but yeah. just because they really don't want to use my arm. They, I, they don't want me to use my arm at all because it's just in a bad place at the moment. Yeah, yeah. You don't want it to fall off or anything. No, so we're trying to, you know, keep it, keep it you know, manageable. So yeah. they put it in yeah. a sling for now and then they're going to call me back in in a couple of weeks just right. to see if the infections are getting any better they've been putting like all sorts of lotions and potions on it rubbing oh, stuff yeah, in. I yeah i wasn't really happy with it because you know it's my choice but they kind of had to put me under like um an anesthetic right i didn't really feel very comfortable with that because i'd like to know what's going in my body if anything i um, mean you, you can ask them your doctor will tell you what they're doing I did ask them and they did tell me, but they did it after they did it, you know? Right. I mean, to be honest, I think they, they, they want to save your arm, don't they? Or potentially your life. They, they've got to do what they're going to do. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, but I just don't want any cancerous things in my arm. That's the right. only thing. And yeah. I don't really know what they've put in there, so yeah. I'm not happy with that. Um, also, it was a state-funded hospital, so you know, oh, you know what they're like. I know how you feel about that. We won't go into that. Okay, um, so my arm's getting a bit better. How are you, John? Have you got anything interesting that's happened? Um, not so much interesting that's happened to me, but I've been uh, like I've been trying to get my head around the gear for the podcast stuff more. I've got my big metal arm up now because um, it, it wasn't it wasn't working properly last time. Yeah, I can't see your face at all because it's in. That's how big it is. Yeah. Well, I've got a big, a big arm and a small camera, so that doesn't help. Um, mm. So most of the week's been spent spinning that around and flipping it up and down and that. But I think I've got it in the right place now. Um, and other than that, I uh, oh, what's another good documentary? If you wanna. Yeah, what's that though? So I'd recommend this one as well. Actually, um, I have a really bad memory for names though. Um, I'll I'll just describe it. You you might, you've probably seen it actually. Um, so it's this young lad who lives with um, foster parents. I can't remember their names. 
And um, his mum's like, um, you know those doomsday preppers? You might know a few of them, I think. You yeah, know that guy yeah, that's around right. the corner that's one? You're quite good mates with him, aren't you? Yeah. 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 Well, his mum, his mum's a sort of a doomsday prepper, but she, she, she somehow knows that in the future her son's going to be really important. Mm-hmm. So she, she vows to like to get him and protect him, and then there's this crazy like this crazy metal guy, and he's, this is real. Right. This crazy metal guy's chasing them, and he's thinking. Easy metal guy just locks them behind a door or something. Do you know what I mean? Like a big door, mm-hmm. but he doesn't. Mm-hmm. He turns into like liquid and he flows around the door and he comes after them. It's really scary oh, stuff to think that this guy could be down the street. It's yeah. actually quite scary, and there's a lot of very prophetic things about robots and technology in the future enslaving us all. Um, mm. You know, Jeff will know all about that, won't he? We're not. I won't say his full name yeah. in case it comes after us, but um, that was a good one. I don't know if you've seen it. Um, no, I, I, it doesn't ring a bell, I'll be honest, John. It came out quite a while ago. Do you want me to look at what it's called so I can tell you? Yes, please. Yes, please. Oh, For the viewers more, to be honest. Again, as you know, I'm not really into sort of robot yeah, documentaries. Um, documentary, foster kid, robot, and mom. Uh, okay, so it came out in 1995. It's called Terminator 2 Judgment Day. Okay. So obviously it's about Judgment Day. There's a bit um, of a biblical thing in there as well. I think I have heard of that one before because I seem to remember... Um, isn't there a governor in it? Yeah, there is actually. He's a good guy. Because you think governor yeah. and he's big and muscly, you'd think he'd be a baddie, but he's a goodie. Yeah, yeah, no, I do remember that because I remember that was like one of his big political, um, one of his, the reasons why he was so good at elections was he always talked about that moment in his life. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and he said, look, this is how passionate I am. Yeah. You know, um, I'm really good in this and I'm really good in this documentary. He talked about the documentary a lot. It's quite surprising that he actually didn't talk about the event that much. But yeah, um, yeah, no, I think I have heard of it. Well, give it give it a watch. Um, he uh, he did quite well to survive to talk about the documentary after because something quite bad happens to him at the end. But I won't. Um, yeah, it's interesting. Give it a watch anyway. So so that governor's a robot then. He's a robot, yeah, but he's a good robot. Um, okay. Yeah. It's quite interesting, actually. We'll have to um, have to talk to some people. Are they happy having a robot as a governor? It's a difficult question. There's a lot of philosophical yeah. debate around that, isn't there? Well, that's probably yeah. That's probably what that film's trying to try and find out, really, isn't it? I look a bit like a robot now. I know this isn't any good for the listeners, but with this metal arm in front of my head, do I look like a robot? Yeah, I, I'm a bit. I, I don't like it because your eyes sort of poking through the. The arm of the of the robot chair, and it's it's kind of a bit it's a bit off putting to be honest. I might turn your zoom mic off. You know how I said I don't like robots very much. Yeah. Well, I don't like them so much that I'm actually making my next book about them. Okay. What kind? Is it another sort of fictional allegory, or is it um, purely factual? So um, 
last week we talked a little bit about my 34-page idea. Yeah. And initially it was going to be a normal self-help book. But this week I got thinking and it actually turned into its own little sci-fi novella. Right, okay. Um, now, I think it might be all this talk about sort of documentaries and things like that, yeah. but I really feel like there's not been a story done before where robots are the majority of a population. Right, okay. Mm-hmm. So my new story is going to follow... A man called Boris. Right. For not, not um, Boris from the other book. No, this is a different Boris. Okay. Um, and he is the last human right, on a world. Right. right. Um, this world's not Earth, but it's a different world. Okay. Yeah. And it's ruled by a race of robots called the Liatrons. Oh, okay. Um, they are programmed not to tell the truth. Right. And Boris is the only person who knows the real truth about the world, and he recruits some some animals and tries to stop the Liatrons from taking over the world, even though they already really have done. There's a little bastion that, you know, yeah. um, Boris rules... And he's trying to, you know, give advice to all the animals. Sort of say, look, guys, this is what you do when the Liatrons come. And then the Liatrons will come and um, they'll be fine because Boris is leading them. So this is a documentary that I can watch now? No, um, it's not a documentary. Right. Um, because it's, it's autobiographical. Right, it's a book. Of course. Yeah. You can't watch yeah. a book. No. Right. No. Okay. Sometimes a project comes along that you just have to do. Like, you're the person born to do it, aren't you? So mm. you've got to go with it, I think. I just had the idea in the back of a car. Um, of all places. Yeah, a moving electronic car. It was electrically powered as well. It was one of those hybrid cars. Wait, you don't and think... This is about... Uh, uh, especially for me, you don't think that the car gave you the idea to sort of discredit these kinds of stories about evil robots so that the robot cars have an easier time to rule us, do you? It's possible. It's possible. But I was man I managed to channel that energy, that yeah. negative energy from the car, yeah. to make a good story about bad robots. Okay, so we have a message from Francis. Do you remember Francis last week? Yeah, how's he doing? So he's written in something, um, so I'll read it out for you. I'll do it in his voice as well. Yeah, yeah. Hello, John. Thank you for your help last week. It really meant a lot to me. I went out with the prostitute sex worker, sorry, I know you said prostitute is not the word, and she was really nice. She did things to me that no one else has done to me before. Um, 
and I'm seeing her every night now. The other woman that knew me from school, um, I, do, I don't like her. She didn't really click with me. I went and talked to her after the little altercation and she actually had a boyfriend, so I was really out of the question there. But I went with the sex worker and I'm seeing her every night. She does ask me to give me some, uh, give her some money, but I think it's worth it. All the best, Francis. Well, that's great. I'm glad that I could help someone. Uh, I know, sort of indirectly, I could sort of, um, it felt a bit like he'd made up his mind when we were, when he was in that club, but I like to think I helped him a little bit along his way. Yeah, and also you're helping the sex worker out because you're giving her a client. That's true, actually. That is very true. So I've sort of helped two people. You've helped two people in one go there. And also, if she if she has anyone that's relying on her, I've helped them out too. Well done, John. I've got an update as well, actually, Barrett. Um, you remember Carla that um, wrote in, we did, we did our first... Um, hindsight help with her do you remember she um had a bit of a problem with an ex and it sort of strayed into legal territory i don't remember this one well i think she was trying to get us to be her lawyers i think i'd remember if someone tried to get me to be a lawyer well it's only a short update so i'll just i'll read it anyway Mm -hmm. hello guys carla here thanks for nothing the judge has given me 500 hours community service, that's summer ruined, and a lifetime ban from dating apps because I am a serial pest, that's in quotation marks. You guys are rubbish lawyers. P.S. I still love the podcast though, so I will tune in next week while picking up litter from the side of the A590. Okay, well, we're not lawyers, so... Yeah, first of all, get yeah, I'm not happy with her saying that. We're rubbish lawyers because we're not lawyers. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Um, so that's fine. If you want to really hurt us, you know, because I'm one of those people who go, you know, brush brush off the hate. You know, you know I, I got a lot of hate. That. You say that. You have that on a t-shirt, don't you? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I have it. On, I've I've got like four or five of those t-shirts yeah. just so I can wear it at least twice a week. Yeah. Um, you know, brush off the hate. The, if you really wanted to hurt me, you'd say I was a rubbish advice giver. You didn't, so I'm not hurt at all from this. You know what, Carla? You know what? Actually, I'm I'm so not hurt by this. I want you to listen to this podcast again because I'm going to be bringing you up a lot as an as a as an example of what happens when somebody treats us like lawyers. Yeah, you know. Yeah, it doesn't go well for them, does it? No, it doesn't go well for them, because we're not lawyers. If you want a lawyer, go and get a lawyer, all right? We're not lawyers. We're advice givers. So you like like lawyers now, you say people should use them? I mean, in an ideal world, no. But if it's... If you're gonna have to go and get a lawyer, go and get one. Yeah. Like, you don't don't come and attack advice givers. We are not lawyers. I've got that on a t-shirt, too.
Hello, welcome back. So we're going to do quickfire questions this week. Um, I did get a lot of people um, hating on me for swapping around the formula last time around. Um, lots of people really didn't like the fact that I was baiting them into thinking that a certain segment was coming up when actually a different one was coming up and I was making a joke. Look, I, I don't like deceiving people, and it was just a joke, but yeah. it's obvious that I just deceived a lot of people. So we're going back to normal, traditional ways, and I will make sure that I give you ample time to prepare yourself for any new changes in the podcast, okay? Yeah. There's a lot of people who just were like, oh, this guy's, this guy's like taking taking the pee, you know? Yeah. And, and I was like, I'm not. I'm just joking. But if you can't handle a joke, that's that's fine. Just like, you know, let me know. And you, and you, a lot of you did. So like, I'm not going to apologize for making a joke, you know. But I'm just going to be like, fine. I won't make that joke again. All right. Right, are we doing quick fire now then? Yeah. Uh, who's asking first? Who's answering first? Um, you can ask me first if you want. Yep. Okay, cool. I've got my timer here ready for you. Are you ready? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, let me just get my timer ready first so I can like jump straight into, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, uh, you doing it. Okay, I'm ready. Okay. In three, two, one. Cats or dogs to unleash on my horrible landlord? Cats, they're really vicious. I'm in the wreckage of a seven-car pileup. What should I have for tea? Um, have your gear stick. Is there such thing as a yellow Ferrari? Yes, there is. 1987. What is a Nimtebo Gamcube? I haven't got a clue, but check Google. What's the best ninja film? Um... Ninja Terminator. Why do oranges get to be named after their colour? How is that fair? Um, I know, it's very annoying. Try apples. How can I defrost my meat in less than a minute? Um, put it in the microwave and just put it on top. Full gear. Have you seen my flannel? No. Don't have a fancy hat, will a lampshade do? Uh, yes, if you draw some nice patterns on it. How can I learn to stop worrying and love the bomb? Um, I'll answer that. Um, just watch lots of nuclear films like Doctor Strangelove and Akira. Very good. I'm sorry you had the uh, time at end there. Shall I do the total now? So, yeah. we, so we know what I've got to try and beat. So you got... Oh, okay. You got ten. Ten. Okay, yeah. that's good. Ten's like a nice average I'm getting. At yeah, the it is. It does seem to be very, uh, very consistent. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, are you ready for yours? I think I am. Yes. Okay. Three, two, one, go. Are the new Jaffa cake donut a biscuit, a cake, or a donut? Donut. My speakers have too much bass. Advice on stopping floor from shaking. Um, hover them, don't put them on the floor. I want to be a door, any advice? Uh, you can be a door, but you're going to be stood still a lot of the time, so just bear that in mind. Raincoat or umbrella? 
Raincoat if it's windy. Umbrella if you want to get blown away in the wind if it's windy. Can you assist me in picking new rabbit hutches? I can. Uh, call me on my personal number. I'll put it in the description. My relationship is crumbling. Should I go home and die? Go home. Don't die. Help. Cat in tree. Come guesses? Um, I unfortunately can't because I've lent my ladder to somebody. Um, ring, ring a number. Okay. My bottom is itchy. Quick scratch or long wipe? Oh. There's your, t- uh, there's your time. Okay. I'll answer this one. Um, I, I know it's not what you asked for, but I'll go for the long scratch. Okay. So, one, two, three, four, five, six, eight. You got eight this week. John. Not bad. That was worse, worse than last week. You got nine last week. Mm, you say that, but again, I'm consistently around the eight or nine, so I'm, I'm happy. I know, but we need to get you better, don't we? Yeah. I'm a little disappointed, really, John. Anyway, four nil. This is becoming a bit of a landslide. This is becoming a. If you're not if you're not careful, this is becoming a cricket school. I don't know what that is. So I believe it's featured uh, featured problem next, is it, uh, Barrett? Yep, as accordance with the listener. Yes, it is. So you've got one for us, haven't you? Uh... Yes. Um, now, I want to um, forewarn everyone about this because this one's quite scary. Oh. So if you're a little bit squeamish, don't listen to this bit. We'll put a timer for when you can jump ahead to the role-playing problem because this one might be a bit too much to handle for some people. Yeah, especially and if you're driving, do pull over. We don't want to cause an accident. Mm-hmm. And I don't want to, again, foreshadowing again, if you're with your dog, I'd advise you to go to a different room where the dog isn't there. Yeah. If the dog follows you, just keep on doing it until the dog doesn't. Maybe even just put the dog in a in, a, in its box or something. But don't run because then they will run after you. Mm-hmm. And that will make the experience even scarier. So let's get this... Uh, Let's get reading. Hello, boys. Amanda here. I've got a little problem with my dog. What are you doing? Did I pick that up, then? Yeah, I did. It was really loud. Ah. Sorry. Hello, boys. Amanda here. I've got a little problem with my dog and I don't know whether I can go to a vet about this. Basically, my dog is a vampire. I know, I know, it sounds stupid, but hear me out. I got Vlad three years ago from a rescue center, and I remember distinctly all the staff cowering away as the dog walked out with me. I assumed that they didn't like dogs at first, but then why would they work in a dog shelter? Anyway, when I got home, I opened the supplementary supplies that the rescue centre had given me. Inside, I found a hastily scribbled note. It said that Vlad only drinks warm blood plasma and is only satisfied with raw red meat as food. I've been following these guidelines to the letter, yet after three years, I feel Vlad is becoming more disturbing. He now nips me. 
Not big lacerations, mind you. Just little harsh bites that scare me. His eyes are now glowing red, and he only wants to go out for walks at night. In fact, he's never inside when it's dark. I feel this letter is too little too late, but can you help? Vlad is watching me as I write this. He can sense my fear. Please, you are my only hope. Amanda. I'm a little bit scared, but I'll be honest. So, yeah, um, it's pretty, you know, chilling to read that again. Um, it's pretty chilling thinking about it, to be honest. I, I'm trying to put myself in Amanda's shoes, but I'm, I'm shaken. Mm-hmm. Especially, like, if you know that a, a glowing dog is around you. Yeah. What she didn't mention is what colour the dog is, because if it's a black dog, then I think it's curtains. Yeah. I think you'd have to get the hell out of there, wouldn't you? Mm. Uh, right. Uh, where do we begin? Where do we begin? Okay, so... The dog itself, I'm, I'm torn between either letting the dog go or trying to um, coexist with the dog. Yeah. She's, been, she's managed to coexist with the dog for three years, but it's now becoming of adulthood now, and knowing vampire dogs, this is when they start to really become quite menacing. So you know about vampire dogs before? Um, I don't know about vampire dogs personally. I've never come across one. Okay. But I do know of ancient stories about vampire dogs. Right. And I'm a big... Um, as you know, I'm, I'm, I'm quite into sort of history. Yeah. And vampire dogs were very famous, especially in sort of more um, circles where um, if you lived on like the Yorkshire Moors or you lived in the Scottish Highlands big scary dogs are quite common things like the Beast of Bodmin Moor yeah yeah Um, that's quite a famous one and it's honestly reminding me a lot of him I'm uh, I'm sort of thinking about a canine exorcism are you? yeah I've never heard of it done but surely if you can do it to a little girl you can probably do it to a dog I'm a little bit torn with the exorcism idea. Right. Simply because I don't want the demon getting out of this dog. Yeah, that's the thing. You've got to kind of be ready with a receptacle to get the demon in. Because if this demon got out, yeah. it's it's sounding pretty dire. Yeah. Whoever, you know, if the demon possesses a human, oh, goodness yeah. me. Oh, what if this it, is going to be bad. What if the demon got in a TV? That would be quite bad. Demon TV. Yeah. Yeah. Or a computer. Oh, God. That would be even worse. So, yeah, exorcism, a good starting point, I think, but we need to think about... We need to be something safer. Something safer than the exorcism. I'm thinking we do a seance. A, a simple one. Right. A simple yeah, seance. Yeah, just a sort of back and forth conversation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I feel like this demon may have had some victims. Um, Amanda doesn't state how old Vlad is, but 
She doesn't say it's a puppy, so it could have had previous owners. Yeah. And knowing vampires, it could be in its hundreds. Hmm. It could be a very old vampire dog. So what I'm thinking is... We get a medium, a good one, not one of these, you know, hacks. And we we try and get some clarity on what this dog is capable of. Yeah. Once we have an idea of what this dog's capable of, then we can deal with the dog itself. I'm not wanting to kill it because it is a it is a dog. Yeah. Um, yeah. And if I if I advise, especially in Britain, if I advise to kill a dog on a podcast in Britain, I would be killed myself. Someone will be putting a stake through your heart. Yeah, because many people think I'm a vampire for even suggesting such a horrible act. But this dog will have to be treated with the utmost caution. Yeah, yeah. So, John, in a, I know I'm obviously going for more street versions of um, advice. Um, what would your academic brain say to Amanda yeah, well. in, terms of, in terms of how to handle this dog whilst the seance is getting prepared? You see, the problem is you can't sit down and talk to a dog. No. Because that's what I would do, you know. If someone's having problems, I'd sit down and talk to them. You could get a dog whisperer. You could. Um, a few and far between, though, good ones, really. They charge quite a lot. Um, I'd hate, mm. hate Amanda to be out of pocket and get a rubbish dog whisperer. What if we use some kind of graph? A dog graph? Yeah. I'm sort of... I'm approaching it from a science point of view. See what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So if we get you some kind of apparatus, we could we could sort of plot the stuff... The stuff that we measure, obviously, would go on a graph, wouldn't it? Yeah. Um, and then you could read the graph, you could see where it goes, and from that you can predict where it will go. Hmm, I think that's a really good idea. So that could be quite good. Um, I could tell you where to get some good graph paper, and um, yeah. you want to use pencils as well, obviously, so you can rub out any mistakes. So I'd, I'd be tempted to go that way, to be honest, Amanda. Uh, I don't know how you feel about mm-hmm. that. Um, yeah, I, I think the graph idea is pretty good, especially if she gets a board as well. A board's needed for those type of a things. A big whiteboard, yeah, that'd be perfect. That'd be great. Yeah. Um, I'd also try and get a dog cam. Ah, yeah, dog cam, good shout. Dog cam. Um, stick it on the you know the middle section of a dog. You stick it like a belt on the middle section of a dog. Yeah. You can see its head. Yeah. You can see where it's looking, yeah. what it's doing. And that can actually feed into the graph. Like how many times does it look left? How many times does it look right? Yeah, it's quite a simple um, algorithm to write. You can get it to feed into a computer, actually. I can show you how to do that. Another thing as well is that the amount of times a dog looks up and the amount of time a dog looks down is actually quite interesting. And it, it is actually can go very nicely with knowing which sort of world the dog is inhabiting if it's looking down yeah it's looking at hell yeah. if it's looking up it's looking at heaven or paradise or whatever you would like to call it or space i don't think dogs like space apart from that one russian one but that's different i wish we could ask amanda some things because i'm wondering um mm. so it nips her i'm wondering when it nips her and where it nips her um mm-hmm. And I'm wondering what it's doing when it's sort of watching her and following her about. 
Um, yeah, we might need a follow-up here. We might need some some sort of more clarity, Amanda, on more yeah, sort of detailed things your dog does. Um, so if you would be so kind, if you're alive next week, to write another letter for us, um, just so we can help you out even more. Um, as we speak, uh, I am in the process of typing away and getting a, a medium over to your um, accommodation as as we speak. Yeah. Um, I'm not sure how long the seance will be or when it will take place, but usually it's within two weeks. So hopefully we can get someone over there to um, make sure there's um, some spiritual knowledge about this case. But I advise just to follow the medium's advice and um, to write in some more details to us. Um, yeah, that's my advice. One thing about the medium is, if they advise anything about crystals, steer clear. And that is just because dogs can react badly to crystals. People don't say that a lot, but they do. I thought crystals were pretty pretty good, to be honest. But, um, um, I might have to throw some of mine out. Anyway, um, problem solved? Well, problem, for problem now. contained. Should we say that? Problem, yeah, problem contained for now. Now it is time for the role play question. You're getting more confident on this podcast, aren't you? I am. Um, you see, you wouldn't you wouldn't be making those type of uh, you know showbiz sentences um, in a couple a couple of podcasts ago. No, but you're getting, no. you know, I might have to watch my back. You know? Well, it lets me bring out the other side of myself because obviously I can't be like this in the Mango Clinic. I've got to be quite reserved. Um, mm-hmm. So you know, between this podcast and um, sometimes I'll smash up people's old TVs when they get rid of them. Uh, it lets me just, oh, okay. it just get, lets me let a lot out that I wouldn't get out in the clinic. Oh, I see. Um, please don't, you know, old TVs. I hope they're not. Oh they're not ones no, 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 they're using. broken as well. I, old TVs, giving them to someone who'll need them, but no, if they're broken, I'll smash them up. Okay, good. Right. You kind of, you kind of a walking tip, aren't you? Uh, yeah. Anyway. Okay. So shall I uh, shall I sort of clue you in on the role play and you can go from there? Yeah, sure. Okay. So this week, Jimmy needs to sneak into a lumberyard, uh, a lumberyard and a sawmill, and it is active at the time. Um, so why is he doing it? Yeah. If you, I was just about to get there, Barrett. He, he's um, he's sneaking in to clock out because he forgot to clock out on Friday. And that might not sound like a problem, obviously extra pay, but his boss will ride him hard on Monday if he hasn't clocked out. So he's okay. he's gone home on the Friday and he's he's taken his big flannel coat off and he's gone, bloody hell, I've not clocked out. So now he's he's like stood at the perimeter, sort of peering through the bushes down at the sawmill. Other people work over the weekend, so it's active. Right, so yeah, so the the lumber mill is like, you know, in a working condition. It's not like closed. No, no, it's in a working condition. Well, he works there. Um, it's um, yeah, it's it's like a skeleton staff over the weekend. So that right, they will, okay. he will. Well, I don't want to give you too many instructions, but he will be able to sneak a little bit at least. Okay, so Jimmy, can you hear me? 
I can hear you, yeah. All right, Jimmy, how are you doing? I'm all right, I'm just in a bit of a position here. Yeah, I've heard the, I've got the lowdown. So, you're in a bush right now? In a bush, correct. Okay, so, first of all, can you give me a sort of layout of the, the lumber yard, please? Right, how, how familiar are you with lumber yards? Um, I know there's a bit that comes out where the, the lumber actually comes out into a yard. That's it, though. <sighs> right. Basically, you've got your standard spiked fence around the perimeter. Right. There is a gate. It is manned. And they're going to recognise me, obviously. I've worked here 15-odd year. So we've got, this, okay. we've got that. There are lots of... So... Sorry, go on, Barrett. So can... Can't you just go in? No, I don't know if, uh Your pal, uh What's he called? Apples or something? Mango? Yeah. I don't know if he told you. My boss will be on me if I've forgotten to clock out, because I've done this several times. Oh, so, like, if... Is there a big, like, snitch culture in your yes, workplace? Yes, absolutely. Right. Well, I might advise you, like, once you're done with this, to try and find another job. Yeah. Um, okay, so please, um, could you go down the hill that you're on with the bush and make your way to the barbed wire fence, please? Yep. Right, so... <clears throat> Sorry, sawdust really does a number on you. I'm at the fence now. Okay. Is there any sort of opening in the fence that you you know about um, that you could fit into? Yeah, well, I know my pal did a certain section of the fence and he was a bit lazy, so it doesn't really go into the ground. You can sort of peel it up. All right. So should I do something um, like that? Just hold on for a sec. Uh, do you have security on the, on the grounds? Yeah, they're just sort of uh, stood at the gates, though. They don't walk around or out. Okay, so they're not very good, that's good. Um, do you have cameras? Cameras inside, yes, not outside. Not outside, that's really odd. Um, okay, that's great then. Um, find this little bit of fence and get in. Right. I'm just going to put my gloves on to pull it up. Right, okay. Right. Okay, I'm getting under that now, I think I'm under, yeah. Yeah, lovely. I'm going to stay by the fence and await further instruction. Alright, um, is there a, like a big sort of pile of logs around the place because you need to sort of crouch behind them so you're not seen? You do know about sawmills then, because there is piles of logs. Um, yeah, yeah, well I just assumed. There are a few piles of logs. There is a forklift which is not used right now. Is it on? Can you can you use it? Can you man a forklift? If I could get the key, I do have my license. Right. Okay. Good. I'll have to be careful not to go backwards because they beep. Yes, that is a good point. So between we've got a lot of open space with stacks of logs, a forklift, uh, the guards are stood over by the gates. And so you're not seen right now. Not right now. No, I'm quite low down. The grass is quite long by the fence. Luckily. All right. Give me a give me an update on the windows in this place. How many windows are there? There are a lot of windows around uh, the perimeter of the big main mill. 
Right. Um, and where, where this is probably quite important, where is the clock-in station? The clock-in station is inside an office on the second floor. Second floor? Yeah, because okay. we have to go there to get to know what we're doing for the day, so... Uh-huh. So my my advice would be to let's stay away from that first floor because I imagine there's going to be... I know it's a skeleton staff, but there'll be people there and it might be quite hard for you yeah. to get in there. So I'm, I'm thinking we're going to have to use the forklift somehow to get enough sort of elevation so you can jump into a second floor window. Oh. Um, one that one that you can um, open from the outside. So maybe there may be one that's slightly open, um, hopefully. So you might need to do a bit of recon oh, first like to make this. sure you can see any. Right. Tell you what I'll do. I'll run over to that pile of logs. Yeah. And I'll be able to see down into the side of the building. Do you have any equipment on you? Have you come prepared? All I have on me is a very small multi-tool which my son gave me for Father's Day. Right, okay. That won't be useful in this situation, but it's good to know. Right. I kind, we can, I was kind of hoping you brought some binoculars with you, but, uh, you know, I can't, beggars can't be choosers, can they? I've actually inherited very good vision. Uh, a lot of the lads say I've got some of the best eyes. Right, okay, well, good eyes are a good start. So can you please, um, yeah, as you said, uh, go to that pile yeah, of logs and the logs. Sp spy out some windows. Yeah, there them. are windows, as you said. <coughs> that I can... Uh, oh, could, you stop, could you stop this coughing, please? Because it, it, it might you know, give away your position. Yeah, very sorry. There is a, there are a few windows open, and I reckon if we can get me up there, I'll be able to crawl through. Lovely, right. So we need to get the key yeah. for the fall yeah. lift. Where's that kept? There's one in the guard station. As I said, there's two guards there, though. And th there's yeah. another one uh, in the office, but that's the office I'm ending up in at the end anyway, so... Right, okay, yeah, but we'll figure out what to do with him later. So, have you ever heard of a distraction? Heard of it, never done it. Right. So we're going to have to try and distract these guards. Do you have your phone on you? I do. Okay. Do you know any um, ice cream men? Unfortunately, I don't. I do have the numbers for both the guards, though, because uh, I know them quite well. All right, I've got an idea for the guards. Ring one of them up. Yeah. Okay. Which one? Say um, the tall one. How oh, did you know there was one that was taller? Well, there's always one that's going to be taller, isn't there? Not if they're twins. I don't know. Anyway, ring the tall one up. Right, I'm just punching in his number now. Okay. So, when you're on the phone Hello? with him... Bill. Oh, sorry, okay. Bill. Can you hang on a second? Sorry, Power. Right, right, right. Tell him that your son... Because you've got a son on yeah. Tell him that your son is partying and you really need someone to pick him up because you can't at the moment because you're out at Halford's. My son is partying. Is that what you said? Yeah. Yeah. Hi, Billy. Bill. Sorry. My uh, my son is partying, and I can't pick him up because I'm at Halfords. 
Yes, at 9pm on a Friday. Um, would you be able to pick my son up? Uh, yeah, I know, but... Yes, I know. Well, I'll owe you too then, won't I? Please, mate. Alright, oh, thank you, Th thank you so much. Yeah. Bye. Okay, so what's the result from that? Yeah, he's gonna do it now. I can see him getting his coat as well. Right, okay. Right, with the other one, I'd, I'd say um, don't ring him up, okay? We're gonna have to... We're gonna have to cause a physical distraction here. Yeah. So, um... On the floor, can you see stones? Yeah, tons of them. Right, pick up loads of them. How big? Just small pebbles. Alright, I've got a handful. Alright, now we'll scuttle over to, um, you know, an area out of sight that's near the other guard. Yeah. Okay. Um, the other guy's gone, right? Yeah, I can see him. He's way down the road. I think he's just getting in his car now. He's not, he won't be turning back or anything. Okay, so, um, can you make a noise, a wolf noise? Um, like a howling or a growling. Like a howling. Yeah, one second. I know you said not to cough, but can I clear my throat? Yeah, just be careful though. Be quiet. <coughs> okay, that's fine. I'm gonna, do, gotta I'm gonna do the wolf noise now, Barrett. Yeah. Make sure whoa, 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 not yet. Right. Make sure you're in IE a shot of this guy. Or the stones fall because by the way. So the stones so you need to when you make the howling noise throw the stones up in the air and then they'll land like and they'll make us a, a pitter patter noise a pitter patter noise okay to try and be like you know you, you're basically mimicking a wolf right, okay? clever because then it, hopefully he will sort of get a bit you know scared yeah I'm gonna do it now Barrett alright go on then Oh! I've thrown some stones up as well, Parrot. Okay, what's he doing? He looks pretty scared. Okay, is he moving? Yeah, he's got a gun out. Oh God! Okay. He's he's run up to the tree line on the on the other side of the on the other side of the mill. Right. Okay. Make make a run for it. Right, make a I'm run for it. For that get now. into that. Get in that office. We need that forklift key. Right. Uh, right, I've, I've grabbed four keys because they're the only ones in here and I, I didn't have time. So right. I've got. Get out there, quick yeah, shot. I'm back. I'm, I'm back by the okay. wood part with four keys. Okay, and that guard's just like scared out of his mind. He's still right? up there, he, he was looking for this wolf. Right, okay. So let's go to the forklift. Yeah, right. Right, try the first key. Oh, that one works. Didn't hit the other three. Oh, great, just throw them out then. Yeah. Ready. Um, actually, maybe pick them back up, actually, because you might need them. Good thing, Ken. Okay. Um, actually, look at the keys and make sure, because one of them might not be any use. You might... Can you recognise any of the keys? One of them's like one of those children's ones that's made out of plastic right, that's bright blue. Right. That might be quite important. Right, I'll keep that one. The other ones are quite generic keys. Alright, okay, throw them out. 
one. Right, okay, so, um, you know the second floor window? Yeah. Um, how easy is it for you to climb up if there's like some, a pile of logs there? Well, there's already a few boxes near it. Yeah. Um, there are other things around I can maybe move about. Uh, I wouldn't suggest logs as they can roll. Right, okay, that's a good idea. Actually, here's a good idea. You know the forklift? The what? The forklift you're in. Yeah. If you just move the fork up, could, do you reckon you could stand on the fork? You may not even need to lift anything. Yeah, I'll do that actually. Should we try that? Yeah, because if you jump on a box and then jump on the forklift, you can get in the window. Right, I'm going to drive over there now. You might have to be quite balanced, though. Are you, are you quite a fat man? Why would you say that? Because I need to know whether you've got a good sense of gravity. No, I'm very lithe. I'll be fine. Alright, okay. Right, I'm just parking up by the boxes in the window. So get out of that forklift. Yeah. Um, get on the box. Affirmative. Get on the forklift. Can't think of another word, but yes. Can you get in the window? I can just about reach it, yeah. Right, get in. Right, I'm pulling myself up now, Parrot. I'm inside, and I'm on a metal gangway which goes around the top of the main mill, and on the other side is the uh, the office. Okay, and we've got a garden there, am I right? Yeah, there, there, there's a lot of people milling around downstairs, and some of them are guards that are armed. Right, so we don't have to... Why is there armed guards at lumber? The price of lumber has gone up considerably in the last ten years. We just need to worry about this other guard. It's a guard in the office. Yeah. Do you know this guard? I don't know this one. I think he's new. Right. Um, can... Is there a window into the office? Yeah, so there's a door on either side and a window on either side. Right. So there's two doors and there's two windows. Yeah. It's symmetrical. Right. Well, good. So... Is the guard a good guard? Is he sleeping? Is he awake most of the time? Uh, I don't really know him, as I was saying, but he looks like he's awake. Yeah. From what I can see, remember, I've got good eyes. Damn it. So... I'm gonna think of some way to distract him. Is he looking at the clocking machine? I think he's reading pornography. Right, okay, well, that's, that's good. He's quite distracted, then. Yeah. He's not doing anything else, is he? Nope, he's just looking at pornography with one hand in his oh. pocket. Has he got earphones in? No. Damn. Right, so he's got ears, but he hasn't got eyes. Um, fire alarm. That's a good one, because fire in a lumber mill is pretty serious. So if you set off the fire alarm, it'll come running out. Yeah. Right, it's going to be loud. Yeah. It's going to be loud. Also, security cameras. I totally forgot about security cameras. Where are you? Is there a security camera on you? Oh, my Lord. There are, are you well covered? I've been, I think I've been caught by one of the security cameras. The thing is, they're not monitored live. They're recorded. And the, the boss oh, will look shit. at them periodically when he's there. 
Right. Okay, so that makes another job you need to do when you get in the office. The office, that, the office is the office for everything now, so that's security in there too. Right, so we're going to have to get the fire alarm, get in there, clock out, get on the security system. Yeah. Make sure you delete the security footage of you being in the building yeah. and get right, out. we can do that. I'm going to trip the fire alarm. Okay, go for it. Done. Right, get in there quick. Oh, before you do that, make sure he comes out. Make sure he comes out first. Can you still hear me all right? Um, I can just about hear you, but it's okay. Right, he's come rushing out. He's looking around, but he's going down the stairs. Right, good, he hasn't seen you. No, right, I'm getting over there sharp. Yeah, get there quick. Right, I'm in here, I've shut the door behind me, I've put the blinds down. Right, okay, that's good. Uh, are you wearing gloves? you still got your gloves on? Yeah. Good, okay, they won't trace your DNA. Um, right, clock out. It's one of those fingerprint ones, so that I'm gonna have to take my gloves off. Oh, right, well, just be quick then. Can you, can you have scissors and cut, like, a bit of your index finger glove off and then just put your index finger yeah, I'll use your whole hand. I'll do that. Have you done it? Clocked yeah, out? yeah. Have you done your mission? I've clocked out. Your mission. Oh, okay. What about the cameras and that? Right, get on then. I think it's a computer. Yeah. So what, so what do you want to do with it? So can you log into it? Can I what? Log into a computer. I'm thinking about it. I'll be honest, I'm not used to computer. What if I just smash it up? I can say the wolf did it. Yeah, they do that. Just smash it. Right. That is well and truly smashed, Barrett. Right, get out now. Right, I'm climbing out the window and lowering down onto the forklift. Okay, make sure there's no one around. I'm thinking, because they've all got... Where's the fire? Where's they've gone out the main yeah, gate where's for the, f- the fire assembly point, you see. Yeah, it's okay, I was going to ask where the fire assembly point was. If it was behind the building, it would have been to curtains. Should I uh, use the forklift to get over the fence on the south side? Um, can't you just use your, your little hole? Yeah, I'll use my little hole. Okay, use your little hole. Right. I think I'm home free now, Barrett. Okay, well, successful. What a problem. Bye, Um, guys. I'll listen to you next week. Thanks, uh, Jimmy. Um, Have a good time. And I hope your boss doesn't know you did that. Yeah, see you, Jimmy. Uh, Well, what do we say about that one? It's a good one. That's really good, actually. Yeah, Yeah, I was was really happy that I actually was able to help this guy out. He's um he was a he was a wily little fellow, wasn't he? Yeah, I think he uh, I think he sort of knew more than he learned about certain things, but yeah. Yeah, somebody maybe told me that maybe he he wasn't a lumber mill worker. Mm. He was talking about the price of lumber, wasn't he, and why people would break in. He sounded like a spy to me. Yeah. He had a bit of a, someone who wanted to have a Russian inflection. Yeah, I feel like he wanted to. Um, he just wanted to destroy the security cameras because maybe there was something else on there that nobody wanted to know. I reckon he did know how to use computers. Oh, no, if I'd have known that, I wouldn't have got this guy's problem on. It helped him. Anyway, I might be completely wrong, but 
I hope to know what uh, Jimmy gets up to next week. So please give me a, a bell to see what he's yeah, doing. Yeah, we'll see what he's up to, definitely. Well, that's all we've got time for this week. Well, I've, I've had a good time. I hope you have too, Barrett and the listeners. I always have a good time, mate. You don't need to ask me. Well, I hope everyone tunes in next week. Oh, you're having a stretch. Am I allowed? No. Right. Goodbye, viewers. Goodbye. Nosfar Einer, Scorpion Thunderbolt, Production. Well done, John. <laughs>